Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 5, A King and a Kingdom. After spending seven years building God's temple, King Solomon spends the next 13 years building his own palace. Solomon's kingdom is funded by tribute money from Arabian kings and governors in Israel's districts. In addition, he receives taxes from merchants and profits from trade. Under Solomon, the kingdom of Israel is at its peak in wealth. But the main benefactor is the king. God has warned Israel that this would happen when they asked him for a king to be like other nations. Now the king of Israel and his wealth are more famous than any other king. But like other kings, Solomon uses slave labor, governs his own people harshly, and taxes them heavily. And as is the custom of a king, he takes more and more wives from more and more countries. Episode 8. Love and Loss. Solomon's reign brings wisdom, wealth and splendor to Israel, but the people carry the costs. A 20-year building program sees the establishment of fine palaces and cities. Solomon owns impressive stables for his 1,400 chariots and a cavalry of 12,000. As his kingdom expands, his reputation spreads, and the Queen of Sheba visits and brings gifts. Solomon's life includes political and pleasure alliances. He takes 700 wives and 300 concubines, but he defies God's instructions and warnings to Israel by taking wives from other countries, a princess from Egypt, wives from the people of Moab, Ammon, Edom, and Sidon. And now Solomon starts to worship his wife's gods, build them temples, and he forsakes his own god. Now old enemies resurface. As a child, King Hadad of Edom had escaped death during a campaign by Solomon's father, King David. He was the only survivor of his tribe and has been living in exile in Egypt. Pharaoh has given King Hadad his protection, support, and even a princess, an Egyptian wife. But now King Hadad returns to Paran to take back his kingdom from Israel. And there are others in Solomon's court who are unhappy with his rule. His massive building projects are costing the people in taxes and labor. Solomon's officer for forced labor and taxes, Jeroboam, meaning the people contend, has a strange meeting. The prophet Ahijah, meaning brother of the Lord, meets him in a field outside Jerusalem. Now Ahijah removes his new coat and then tears it into 12 pieces. He gives Jeroboam 10 pieces saying, God is tearing Solomon's kingdom apart. He says that God will give him ten tribes and make him king, if he obeys him. Now Jeroboam conspires to assassinate King Solomon. But when his plot is uncovered, he flees to Egypt. He too is protected by Pharaoh, Pharaoh Shishak, who gives his support, as well as his sister-in-law, as an Egyptian wife. Despite Solomon's wisdom, his ambitions rise. God tells him that because he has broken his commands, he's going to take the kingdom away from him. But God says for David's sake, he will not do it during Solomon's lifetime, but during his son's reign. And now God says he will leave his son with just one tribe to rule. Solomon's loyalty and respect for God has been lost. His loyalty and respect wanes for his true love, his staff, and his subjects. 
Likewise, his officer, Jeroboam, switches his allegiances. Now, during Solomon's old age, he records the wisdom of his life in writing. His words slip further and further into depression and despair. In just three generations, Israel has risen to become an acclaimed kingdom. Yet, in just one generation, it looks like it's all going to fall. You can read the story in the Bible book of 1 Kings. The Bible story focuses on one family line. Each of the characters is flawed. They're not God. They're human, like us. God works with, through, and alongside people in the unfolding family journey. Old Testament books establish God's relationship with man. The books put the Hebrews' center stage to demonstrate the faithfulness and holiness of their God. The scripture's purpose is that through the Hebrews, God's blessing will be brought to the entire world. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. Listen in for the next installment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.